My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. everybody and welcome to another episode of the stronger revolution i'm matthew becker here with adam cronbush and this is the first episode one that i've done in a while that uh hasn't been with an athlete of the month from the gym it's just been on our regularly scheduled topics of the aggregation marginal gains i was an athlete of the month once were you really uh yes years ago i don't remember that so this is an episode that had to have been a long time ago yes yeah how far you've fallen I <laughs> Not only that, but this is an episode that's been a while since you've been on. Were you on the last episode with me? That we talked about like regular... I can't remember now what that was. Um, wait, was that uh, the vacation? Take time for yourself? I was here for that. That might have been the last topical episode that we did. All right, great. And then like after... Because that was when I got back from Florida. Yes. And right. then from there, I probably interviewed Sophie. And then I didn't get any other thing done in October. But here we are. We're not apologizing. No, not apologizing. Never apologize. Let's keep going. Unless you feel like you did something wrong. No, I just remember that uh, the listeners were saying it's annoying that each time we're like, oh, sorry, it's been so long. Oh. No, actually, I thought they were complaining because we always say nobody listens. That's That was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they're going to be annoyed at both things. <laughs> nobody listens to us oh. whine about how we don't hey, do episodes that often. Don't pound the table. It shows up on the mic. It helps make my point, though. I know, but anyway, it's not good for the listeners. Um, speaking of people listening... Get this, the platform that we use in order to host our podcast changed their dashboard online. Are you kidding me? No. Should I be outraged? It cost me no more money. Oh. Anyway, they now have this graphic or, or, or whatever on the very front of the dashboard that shows you on a day-to-day basis how many people download the podcast. Nice. Our yeah. average. And? Our average. Yes. Is five a day. What? Five, five a downloads a day of our podcast. It doesn't say like per episode or whatever, just but five people on average a day download one of our episodes. Yo, that's crazy. I think that's pretty Your good. mom has five different cell phones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, moving on to topic mm-hmm. today. So we're getting kind of back on that aggregation margin of gains. However... What we're going to focus on today is designed more about yourself than it is about what you do in the... Now, I don't know that that's an accurate statement. I think this is pretty much on par with everything we normally do. No, I think it is. But the topic is mainly, let's focus on you for a second. Not you, but the listener you. Yeah. For a second. That's what a lot of the episodes are about, though. But this is more about, like, self-care. Because if we're trying to maximize our lives, if we're trying to live through the aggregation of marginal gains, be 1% better every day, 
Oftentimes, I think we put our energy toward external things like goals mm -hmm. and being productive. I see what you're saying. But instead, what we're going to talk about in this episode is now focusing on you. Yes. So let's make sure that you are optimized. So get enough sleep, which we've talked about. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a good focus. Um, engaging in self-care, if you will. Yes, and that's where this is headed for our first of two concepts that we found that relate well together. Yes. And that we're going to focus on for this episode with a little treat at the end. Oh. Stay tuned. Yeah, listener treat and literal treat for us. Yes. Do you think we've ramped it up enough to like build suspense? Suspense is built. Suspense is built. So okay, moving on. So first concept, how we can measure, a way of measuring whether or not we are engaging in proper self-care. Go for it, Adam. Concept yeah, so number one. Yeah, so this first concept is the idea that um, when asked or tasked with taking care of other people, we typically put forth a, a great effort. Um, whether it be a, well, it doesn't even have to be a person, a pet, a, pet. Uh, a, a child, a parent, a friend, if they're sick or if they're in need, if they need to move, uh, whatever it might be, we'll put a great amount of effort in caring for that person, making sure they're caring for themselves, that they're taking their meds on time, if they need a ride to the hospital, a bunch of different things that it could be. And yet when it comes to ourself, we let ourselves kind of slip by, you know, we, we, we just kind of, mm. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a good example of this, but I was thinking about this on the way here is uh, we had a babysitter a few nights ago who was super nice and she decided to start like cleaning up and tidying up the house, which was awesome. Didn't yeah. ask her to do that. She didn't have to do that. That's cool. Um, but afterwards she was like, oh, I totally, I love doing this for other people, but my house is a mess and uh, I hate doing it for myself. That is a good example. Right? And so I'm thinking like on a very simple level, that's kind of an example of like we are happy to do these things for other people. But on small scales like cleaning and larger scales like, you know, health, uh, we don't take care of ourselves as well. Yeah. So I think in, in preparation, we phrase this oftentimes as like treat yourself like you would treat somebody else. But I don't think that's an, that's an accurate representation of it because it's not like I'm going to be nice to myself because I treat you as a nice – I like I, I treat you well as my friend. It's mm -hmm. more of – Hold yourself to the level of, of care and uh, what was the word I was just looking for? I don't know. It's gone. Compassion, maybe. Something like that. As you would hold somebody else or as you would care for somebody else. So mm -hmm. um, I think this kind of goes in, in twofold. One would be if you would take, somebody, if, if you would take care of somebody else to a certain level of, of care – then hold yourself to that level of care as well. Yeah. So I think like you just said, um, I, I, your, your babysitter, I like cleaning other people's houses, but my house is crap. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be in the sense of hold yourself to the standard of keeping your own house clean as much as you would keep somebody else's house clean. Right. Um, or if my mom was sick, this is another one that would be really applicable to me. If my mom was sick and was saying... Um, I need to go to the doctor. I'm going to drop probably everything that I'm doing in order to take her to the doctor, right? Because I want that level of care for her. Right. But if I feel like I need to go to the doctor, good luck. I'm not going to put anything down in order for me to go to the doctor. Is that why it's applicable to you? Is your mom okay? 
No, my mom is fine. Well, oh, good. I don't know. I haven't talked to her for like three days. Yikes. Shoot, I got to call my mom. All right, well, we're going to pause real quick. No, <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. My dad would be all over my text. But uh, that's a good point. Like, I've known you for seven, eight, nine years, something like that. It's been that long. It's been long. Uh, well, we've been in Pittsburgh for nine, so I've known you for eight years. Eight years. And I can't remember one time of you talking about going to the doctor. Yeah, I don't go. I just... We also don't get sick that much, but... Yeah. So, funny side story that goes along with this... I was talking to a insurance broker um, the other day because I'm looking to get health insurance for um, some people. Anyway, he was trying to use me as an example, and he was like, well, who's your primary care physician? And I was like, this example is not going to go very far because I do not have This one. bottle of water? <laughs> he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I, I can't tell you the last time I went to the doctor. Knock on wood, but I'm not going to because it'll make sound yeah, like a mic. Sure. The other way that I think this concept applies to is to hold yourself to the level of standard that you would suggest somebody else does. Yes. Um, so, same thing, going back to my mom. If my mom comes up to me and says, honey, I'm not feeling well and is complaining, complaining, or right. whatever about the way that she's feeling, and my response would be, well, mom, why don't you go to the doctor? Like, that to me makes logical sense. Mom, go to the doctor if you're not feeling well. Right. But in the same sense, I could sit there and complain to my mom, and if she says, well, Matt, I really think you need to take yourself to the doctor, I'm going to be like, no, 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 I'll wait until (laughs) I can't walk in and make Rachel take me to the doctor. Yeah. So I think this concept goes two ways of treat yourself the same as you would treat somebody else. Right. But then also treat yourself to the standard that you would suggest other people treat themselves. Yeah, yeah. So it takes a bit of reflection then to think on those moments where you're not doing that and what advice would you give to somebody in your situation. Yeah. I think this would be really applicable to our listeners who work in some sort of a service job. Right. Um, You know, I think of myself often or any of our coaches who are going to go out into one of our group classes or with a private training client or something like that and... You should work on mobility. You should work on your core strength. You really need to loosen up your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you homework to work on your pull-ups, but then we don't do it. Yeah, right. right. Is this the idea then of integrity always? This is, uh, right? Integrity is doing Ooh. those things that you know you need to be doing that you tell other people to do or would in that scenario, and yet we refuse to do it ourselves. Is that how we're defining integrity in this instance? I, I, I think this is maybe a subsection of integrity, Okay. Right? Doing the right thing when nobody else is watching, but you would think the right thing to do is what you would tell somebody else to do. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's applicable. I get that. Cool. I like that. I like that circular circle. Bring it back around. Bring it back around. IA. IA, baby. You said it at the same time. We did. 1, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, buy me a Coke, cool, classic. Did you ever hear that? I just just buy me a Coke and never heard the counting and the weird finger of the bridge. Yeah, so you put your fingers together and then you count to 10 and if you use your hand Slice to break it. my bridge... Now then... going to hit the mic. <laughs> don't take out the mic. That would not be a... Yeah, I don't know. I never learned that until I went to college. Okay. Well, that's and... a great segue into our second concept. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Is it? No. Okay. What's but, the second concept? But the second concept that... The I... second way that we can kind of measure, measure in a loose sense, reflect... On yeah, whether or not yeah. we are providing enough self-care for ourselves is... I think, and I think we've said this on a number of podcast episodes, but maybe not in such clear language, is to only compare yourself against previous versions of yourself. Because that is going to be the closest, most accurate comparison. If I try right. to compare me against 
some, well, no matter what it is, piano playing skills, crossfitting skills, teaching ability, husbandry, um, and all of these things, if I compare myself yeah, against compare yourself to me an, another human being, um, it's going to be a completely apples and oranges situation, right? I mean, the variables are so vast at that mm-hmm. point that you don't even know what you're comparing. Two completely different upbringings, two completely different uh, educational tracks or whatever, what have you. Um, I think we've mentioned the Instagram effect before. Or maybe I call yeah, it the sure. Instagram effect. Right, right. I don't know if that's actually That's a great example of this. The yeah. social media effect, the Instagram effect, where we look at those people online and we think, oh, their lives are so great and wonderful. Where did I see the other day? I was reading something and they were using the analogy of like, we watch people on, on Instagram and we think, wow, like they made that look so good mm-hmm. or, or their lives look so wonderful. And it's like, well, yeah, but... How much time, how many times did they shoot that? Right. Right. How much time did they spend setting up the camera in the perfect angle and making yeah, sure that true. they were there just so they could shoot this one minute, if they're, you know, if it's even that long, one minute long video to make themselves look really good on social media? Yeah. Well, plus the fact that some of these people have millions of followers for a reason, they can do things you can't. I mean, that's true too. Which, which is fine. Or right, they but, have the time to do it. Neither. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the idea is that we're comparing ourselves not against these ethereal people we'll never meet, but against previous versions of ourselves. And that's what the aggregation of marginal gains is all about. If we're growing 1% each day, we should be able to look back at ourselves a year, two years, five years, two days ago. Two days. Huh. That's true. Because now you're 2% better. <laughs> and say, you know, how have I improved since then? How am I a different person? Um, but I, I've done that a number of times in my life where I've been encouraged just thinking back. You know, I teach high school boys. And I was a high school boy at one point in time. Um, and it's easy to forget how dumb they are. And how dumb you were. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, well, it's not easy to forget when you teach them. But um, then I, you know, I, I'm probably too hard on them sometimes in my own mind and the way I'm judging them. And then I think back to myself and I think, oh, yeah, I was an idiot too. And I thought stupid things. And I did stupid things. Um, look how much I've grown. Um, yeah. Because that comparison is the best comparison. It's, it's the most accurate to measure growth by. I do think it's hard, though, at times to um, engage in that sort of self-reflection. I actually find, like, I'll, I'll reflect back on previous things that I've done or previous things that I've thought or previous things that I've said. And I'm almost embarrassed for myself. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Good God, why did I ever act like that? Yes. Like, why didn't Rachel ever tell me to, like, <laughs> stop doing that? Yeah. Right? And, and so I do think it's, it's eye-opening and it's difficult to reflect back at times on yourself. But... Comparison is the theft of all joy. Mm-hmm. So don't compare yourself to other people. Right. We we joke about it in fitness, right? We have the whiteboard with everybody's times on it. Right. And what's the first thing we do is we go up and look at the whiteboard and say, what did so-and-so do in today's workout? Yeah. And then we try to beat that. Like that. That's comparison where by nature, a program like CrossFit, by which we have benchmarks that we retest ourselves. Mm-hmm. What did I get last time? So that I can compare myself against a previous version of myself to see am I getting bigger, faster, sure. stronger. Right. Um, same thing with, we did a whole series on mental toughness. Compare yourself, you're bound to encounter a similar situation that's stressful than what you did before. Did you handle it better this time? Right. Do you have less voices going on in your brain Mm -hmm. with catastrophe catastrophizing what's going on in your head about a similar situation yeah or did you what did you handle it worse you know did you are you not necessarily growing right right. to yep and being able to reflect on that and then comparing yourself to a previous version going oh i think i did better back then 
Um, you know, yeah. how can I make those changes to get back to where I was? Do you think though there is some utility? We've talked before about using role models. And I think we we did an entire episode not on the five people who are most influential in your life, but on oh, I think it was in the mental toughness series where I had suggested that you write down four or five people that are in your life that you want to emulate. Mm-hmm. So I would think just free free form in here. Yeah, yeah. How is it different for us to pick a role model and emulate that role model than it is for us to compare ourselves to somebody else? That's a good question. I think I would answer that by saying, you know, the the role model you want to emulate is maybe the goal that you're setting for yourself in, in some sense. Um, oh, but, I but, but the, the, the comparison and reaching that goal should not be you versus that person. It should be right. you versus your previous self. Are you closer to being that person or emulating that person in that way than you were a year ago. Yeah. No, that was the idea that just came to me as well is we're not necessarily comparing ourselves to the person which we're emulating. Right. We're using them as an example. Yeah. They're maybe setting some sort of standard. Trying we, to live to that standard and right. comparing that with a Because you may never reach the standard, ourselves. but that's not the measure of growth. The measure of growth for you is are you heading that direction? I do think there may be some error in concept then if you interpret what we are saying as you need to compare yourself to the person which you're emulating. Right. If you're if if I look at your relationship with your wife and I think, wow, I want to be more like the how Adam presents uh, lives with his wife or has a relationship with his wife. It's not. I'm not comparing myself to you, trying to be like you. I'm right. using you as an example trying to emulate that in my own life and then comparing myself to a previous version of how I interacted with my wife because that's the new standard by which I want to live. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I think so too. Okay. So guys, take take some time to think about these two concepts. Let's summarize those two things before we get into our treat. Treat yourself. Treat. One, um, treat yourself the way that you would treat somebody else. Oh, and this is different. I forgot. We talked about this beforehand. This is different from the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. How? Yeah, because well, I guess we'll go ahead and presume the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Let's presume that we do that. We treat others the way that we want to be treated. But do we treat ourselves the way that we treat others? Right. It's the it's kind of maybe the inverse, converse, one of those. Well, I think in the, the golden rule of treat yourselves the way you would want others to treat you. No, wait. <laughs> treat others. Yeah, yeah, yeah I said it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you, it doesn't mean that you're treating yourself. Right. All you're trying to do is get somebody else to treat you better. Right. It's not a matter of you treating yourself any better. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's concept number one. And then concept number two is... Is to only compare yourself against previous versions of yourself. Yourself, right. And that would be the measure of growth and success. Okay, good. Great. All right. Then I had this idea. This is random, but I think it'll fit in well with the podcast. We're just going to do it. We're going to see if it works. uh, My wife bought a bag of Dove chocolates a couple weeks ago, and I've been slowly working through them uh, whenever I want one. And uh, if you've eaten Dove chocolates before, you know that they have corny things written on the inside of the wrapper. 
some of them I think pertinent to this podcast. And uh, so here's what we're going to do. These are called Dove Hot Takes. Where uh, <laughs> hot I'll, takes. I'll get us started. <laughs> I'm going to open one up, read the rapper, give a hot take, uh, agree, disagree, change the language, tear it apart, love it, hate it, we'll see. And then Matt's going to give his and... Uh, we're gonna have some fun here. All which, right. which flavor are you opening? My favorite, dark chocolate. The dark chocolate. The dark right. Chocolate. I'm not gonna start with dark chocolate then. All right. This says, compliment someone. You'll feel better than they do. Oh. It's a little bit of a way to care for yourself by caring for others. Compliment someone. You'll feel better than they do. I like the idea that you know we're 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 being positive. I tell my students this all the time whenever they curse because I don't really care about the words they say so much as that it's a reflection of what's in their heart. Yeah. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, and so, you know, I tell them like, yo, what's that trash that you've got in your heart? But if you're complimenting, if you're spreading that kind of positivity, man, that means you got goodness in your heart. I look at that quote as like service-oriented, volunteer kind of work. You are, if you help, you help somebody else and it ultimately makes you feel better as well. In order to help somebody else, it might be a compliment. You may not, like if I, you may just need a little pick-me-up today. Mm -hmm. And so it, it may be better than me like going over to your house and helping you build something. Right. That may not be what you need today. Today you just need a compliment. Mm -hmm. And so that's still service in essence because I'm helping you yeah. be better as an individual and that ultimately comes back and helps me feel better. I will say though, I, I don't like the idea of it turning selfish. Like you'll feel better than they do. That's why you should do it. Uh, I, don't, I, I just, I don't think that's a good motivator for me. I do think the, the quote's a little bit questionable in its intent. I would rather compliment because I want you to feel good. Yeah. So moving on, next rapper. All right. I'm going to do milk, chocolate, milk, chocolate, <laughs> milk, chocolate, and mm, caramel or caramel. I was just thinking about that on the way here. There are two A's, and I feel like they both deserve a pronunciation, but I do say caramel. Yeah? I'm, I'm from Florida. Well, then I'm going to go milk, chocolate, and caramel. Well, you country. That sounds very... See, that sounds southern to me. Caramel? No? I, I, it could be. Florida's not southern. I'll say well, this is the part I was from. Anyway. All right. I'm trying to open this quietly so as to not get... <laughs> on the screen. Okay. Hmm. Today is your day. That's all it says. That's all. Well, there's a it's a quote by Megan. Uh, no, we don't care about the name. Okay. <laughs> Today is your Megan day. Megan gets no credit. Today is your day. Today is your Go day. Ahead. What's your hot take? Uh, I mean, I guess that that's that's like there's there's no better today. To, there's no better day to start than today. Um, I guess it. I think it's a little bit overused. If it motivates you to do something today, that's great. Sure. I don't know that we have to make it super special. Yeah. Every day is a new opportunity to be a better version of yourself. So, fine. Today yeah, is your yeah. day. Just, I'm, I'm going to ride that and say I agree. Uh, nothing super prophetic there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty trite, I'd say. Oh, this one's interesting. It's your call. So, this is uh, the milk chocolate one. It says, it's your call. Um, this, your uh, call to what? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and read into it, though. This harkens back to the episode where uh, control the things you can control, right? So. Okay. When, when you know when you have a choice to make, it's your call. Be responsible for the things you're responsible for. Oh, I gotcha. For, right? All right. All it's right. your call. Don't blame others for your problems. Yeah. Um, get out of that mentality. Control the things that you can control and let the results fall where they may and then persevere through the suffering that may come as a result. No, I can dig on that. Yeah, okay. It's your call. So don't blame somebody else. Yeah. If you're mad about it, that's your that's choice. That's a great call. I'm getting that tattooed on me. Yeah. It's your call, bro. What do you want to do? Neither of us have tattoos. 
Um, I keep saying I'm going to get one. I wonder what the chance... Ooh. We should do a... Should we do a Stronger a, stronger Revolution podcast? I'll get an I and you get an A. <laughs> <laughs> and together we are integrity always. Uh, one more? One more. All right. I'm going to do dark chocolate. Good choice. Is it? What if, it, what if it's too dark for me? All right, let's see. Let's get something good here. My, something my, my, good. Oh, no, we can't do it. It's the same thing. I'll open up the other one. <laughs> All right. It was today is your day again. <laughs> Apparently, somebody's really wanting to give me a message here. Like, oh, you got a real special day ahead of you here. I don't know, though. It's it's uh, it's 3 o'clock in don't the afternoon. Don't go to sleep. My day's almost done. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it is Halloween season, too. All right, here we go. Uh, be with people who make you laugh. I think that's appropriate. What is it? Okay, the last one. I know you said don't say the name. The last one was by Megan K. California. When I said uh, today's your day, be with people who make you laugh is by Lucy K. California. Are they sisters? That probably says something about California. I guess. <laughs> uh, so be with people who make you laugh. Yeah, sure. You are the aggregate, or you are the the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So be with people who make you laugh, because now you're going to be a happier person. Yes, yes. I don't think it needs to change. I like it. And I like, uh, and, and in most things I do in life, I, I try to live by: don't take yourself too seriously, but take what you do seriously. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm I'm a goofball. I like to goof around. Yeah. I like to have fun, so I don't take myself too seriously. You know, I'll make mistakes, try to laugh at myself. But taking what I do seriously, my marriage, job, faith, whatever it may be, try to take those things that are serious in my life seriously to work towards growing in them, but to be able to laugh along the way because I'm an idiot. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. Don't agree to that. You're an idiot. Hey! Hey! Oh, don't. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh my God. That's a massive spike of sound on the... Oh, All right. You'll have, anyway. to, you'll have to tune that down. For anybody who was wondering, yes, we ate the chocolate, so now we need to go work out. Matt only ate one of his. Uh, no, I didn't. I ate two. I just opened all three. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I need to eat the third Woof. now. Because today is my day. Today is my day. Let's go work Twice out. Twice over it is. All right. Thanks for listening. Everybody, thanks for listening. Oh, wait. We need our quote. The quote from this episode comes from Park and Recreation. And you've already said it in this episode. I have. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. All right. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back, hopefully, sooner rather than later, right here on The Stronger Revolution. Oh, <laughs>